The following program is sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Welcome to Open House with Team Reba. Each week, Team Reba will be bringing you a roundup of real estate and mortgage news, along with information about the local Puget Sound region, highlighting some of the best and brightest entertainment options, family events, neighborhood highlights, and local business interviews, so you can feel right at home in the Pacific Northwest. All right, welcome once again to Open House with Team Reba. This is Reba Hass of Team Reba Remax Metro East Side. And this is Eric Osnes from Home Street Bank Home Mortgage. Yes, welcome listeners. Welcome, welcome. Every Tuesday we're here at 3 o'clock. And just remind our listeners, this is a live call-in show. If you mm-hmm. have questions for us or for our guests, give us a call. Mm-hmm. You can reach us toll-free at 866 712 1300. I know, Reba, you're he looking at me like, right. is he yes. going to get that number right this week or not? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Got Say it. it again. Let's Eight, see if you can do it twice. Six, six, seven, one, two, 1300. You can awesome. also tweet us at Team Reba, or you can mm-hmm. tweet me at Eric is my banker. Yeah. If you have questions, we're always happy to take those off the air as well. If you have a uh, personal situation, sometimes, uh, I don't know about mm-hmm. you, Reba, I know in the lending side, I feel like a like a priest sometimes, you know, you a, can a bit. come I, into the yeah. the banker confessional and you can tell us your whole story. <laughs> and uh, I do get know, a lot of well, details mm-hmm. and they're not always things that are, well, you know, good you for know. public consumption. So, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. You got to look at a credit report sometimes. Man, oh, man. I was sitting there mm-hmm. last week. I got a husband and a wife sitting across from me and, and I run the credit. And, and the wife's looking at me with these pleading eyes, like, please, please, please don't tell him. And I, and I'm looking at the credit report and I see, I see Nordstrom, I see Victoria's Secret, I see Macy's, I see like. So you should have said you're very well dressed customer. I see perking huge balances and she's (laughs) mouthing to me, don't tell him, don't tell him. She's actually mouthing to you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just absolute panic in her eyes. And so I'm looking at the thing and I'm like, yeah, credit looks pretty good. (laughs) And you could just see just the, the, the physical relief, you know, in in this lady's eyes because she'd racked up some serious, serious, uh, but didn't he eventually see that? Well, no, they, I mean, they were just looking for the score for me. And I'm, I'm kind of right. And I'm looking at her later. I go, you gotta tell him, right. You know, well, it was, it was going to be a cash out refinance. So I'm sure. Ultimately, that was going to pay okay, off. Okay, so yeah. But, uh, oh, yeah. So debt to income ratios sound like they were kind of we were okay off the charts. We, we were okay. okay. We weren't we off were the okay. charts. Yeah, but okay. Yeah, she'd definitely been doing some shopping. No question about it. Well, I know I've been shopping recently. Yeah. Well, but I, not, I know you got your your summer outfit. Yeah, I know there. you you and your uh, other team members. Funny little comment so outside the right studio today. You, yeah. yeah, thanks. <laughs> It's like, I thought I was looking pretty nice today. And then it was yeah, like, what's that all about? summary. Oh, <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. So anyway, good. People, people see, I have to dress because we take pictures every time we're here. I know. That's true. Yeah. You're looking at me. That's like a hint, right? Stop. Tell me to stop dressing like a bum. You know, when I come in here, it's sure. Radio. Are you just trying to get people to the website so that they can see whether they're going to want to check like it bum? out? Yeah. Actually, they're just going to see you dress the same way every week. Ooh, ow. <laughs> What? No, you oh. have a dude. You have a whole right. closet full right. of blue plaid shirts, just like that, and and khaki pants. Some are, <laughs> some are light blue, some are dark blue. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's it's your it's well, your look. It's I'm a, It's your banker look. I'm a, it's Eric is my banker yeah, look. I'm a spring. You could start yeah, your so own shop. It's the Eric the, is my like banker. The right colors that go along spring with it. line. <laughs> 
banker banker attire. Yeah, that's going to be pretty exciting. It's going to be jumping off the shelves. Well, I'm going to tell you someone who's looking dapper in the studio. Mm. Our guest. Absolutely. Gregory Marks. Makes us, uh, yeah. just puts us both to shame, I know. Yeah. Okay, speak for yourself again, but he does look quite awesome. Yes, thank you very much. It's hard to compare the, a female to male style and say one is... You know, unless they're just really off. But uh, well, we are in the, Seattle. Greg, yeah, <laughs> Gregory's always very dapper. Welcome to the studio. Thanks Thank for you. coming today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. We're we're thrilled to have you here. So, um, anyway, we'll uh, we'll stop picking on people because, especially since our topic today well, is bullying. Well, yeah. An, yeah, trying to make it anti-bullying. Right. Yes. Right. It's the anti. Yeah. Hashtag anti-bullying. That's yes. right. Which, which is uh, why we have uh, Gregory Marks with us today. So. Yes, yes. Yeah. So we'll and get to him in a little bit, but we yep. need to do our usual first segment. Sure. Let's get some rates, you wanna, man. You want a bit of an update on the rates? Yeah. Have you well, been picking on rates? Yeah. I, I uh, was going to talk to David, our esteemed producer here. We need, we need that Bruce Springsteen song, Two Steps Forward, One Step Back. Oh. Or is it One <laughs> Step Forward, Two Steps Back? Uh, I don't know, but that's kind of like a two-step. In country western, though, yeah, there, there you go. You could pick any kind of country song. Yeah, there you go. Well, you know, um, uh, uh, Friday I was, uh, you know, we, we we've had a few different interest rate rallies here this, especially in the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. You know, the the biggest one we had was the Brexit rally. You know, when when um, when the United Kingdom voted to uh, exit the European Union, that was completely unexpected, and uh, and it caused a, a big rally in rates. We saw mortgage rates drop. You know, a good quarter of a percent you know, maybe three eighths of a percent. It was significant. And, uh, and so since then, the question was, is that going to stick or not? And it, it did, it hung in there for, for a couple of weeks. So Friday we got the Turkey rally. So I'm sorry, Turkey, the Turkey oh, rally. the country. Yes. The country. Okay. It took me yeah, to say like the, poultry, not the bird. <laughs> um, and although, uh, it turned out to be a Turkey, uh, that one did. So what happened, um, you know, this was a coup attempt, what had happened Friday and, um, uh, immediately bond market started rallying, putting downward pressure on rates. When bad things happen in the world, investors will come here and buy our bonds mm-hmm. because we're the safest place around. And, uh, it, it um, uh, but immediately when it became apparent that this coup had, was failing, the markets did a complete reversal, and we did see interest rates go up a little bit um, yesterday, about an eighth of a percent. Okay. So now today, the market started uh, on the negative side, although it's it, I'm just kind of looking at some, some live trading right now, and it looks like it's turned around uh, now, uh, meaning that we'll, we'll probably see rates stay maybe the same. They could possibly go back down just a little bit tomorrow. Uh, with all that said, we're not talking about significant changes to interest rates. Uh, right now, the uh, the national averages, the thirty year fixed rate is hovering right around three point five percent. You know, so still, you know, absolutely fantastic, up about an eighth of a percent from where we were a, a week ago. Fifteen um, year fixed rates are hovering around two point seven five percent. FHA rates around three point two five for thirty year fixed rate, and jumbo rates are a little bit higher uh, right now, but still hovering right around three point seven five percent. And um, all still fantastic. Oh, absolutely, all all fantastic. Um, you yeah, know, I, I think the only thing for me that makes it feel a little better was last week when we had all those drops mm-hmm. down. Yeah, you guys were telling you and several other lenders that I you know talked mm-hmm. to were telling me how long it was going to take for 
you know, refis, lines of credit, mm-hmm. you know, all these other right. things and, right. and the impact against potential purchases mm-hmm. and the timelines to close. Oh, sure. Because our, our market's still super, super right. hot. hot. And, uh, and so when people are, are negotiating a contract mm-hmm. to purchase a home, a lot of the times if it's a multiple offer situation, you know, mm-hmm. one of the questions that always comes up to me is how fast can you close? Exactly. I ask you that all the time. Sure, sure. <laughs> and and thank you for doing that because a lot of the times we'll see a, you know, a, a realtor just write up an offer and maybe they'll give a, a, a one week or a week and a half closing or two week closing without even checking with the lender. Is this something mm-hmm. that's even possible? That tells you who's new. Mm-hmm. There's a lot right. of new people. There's a lot of big mistakes being made like that. Because sure. I'll tell you, I'll give an example of why that's a dangerous thing to let your agent do if you haven't talked to your lender. Uh, a past client in a transaction that I did not represent, I've worked with their family many, many times. They did something just like that. I think they may have even been working with you, but mm-hmm. they were with another agent who made a terrible, terrible rookie move and put a two-week closing. Mm-hmm. And the problem was if you can't perform, you know, it was multiple offers. They mm-hmm. won partly because they put that timeline in. Right. And then they couldn't perform. And your earnest money is at risk. That's right. If you cannot perform to the terms of your contract. And I remember this gal being so upset and getting on Facebook and blaming everyone in the world but herself and her agent for Mm -hmm. having made that decision. Right. And, you know, they ended up losing that house that they'd fallen in love with. They lost that house and nearly lost their earnest money. And they ended up finding another home, which was fine, but it wasn't the one mm-hmm. that they wanted. Right. And uh, it, it's just highly risky because a lot of people writing those contracts right now are also jacking up the amount of earnest money they're putting in. It's not infrequent That's to see right. ten, twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollars at risk. Right. That's no small sum. No, it's not, and and uh, and it's something that could be solved with a quick phone call. Everybody mm-hmm. needs to work together when we're even writing an offer. Yeah, you need to talk with your lender and see yeah. what what is realistic. Communication give is me, absolutely your, you know, key. Tell me how fast you can close, but make mm-hmm. sure it's it's realistic. Be realistic. We had a situation with a, a seller that wanted we wanted a one day extension. It turned out we didn't need it, uh, but this seller was so I don't know um, difficult to work with. Uh, they wanted fourteen thousand dollars for a one-day extension. I'm not surprised. The and thing. the thing is, on yeah, you know, talking if you were to talk to Annie Fitzsimmons, who is the uh, attorney for the Washington Association of Realtors, mm-hmm. she would tell you, you know, if you are trying to change terms, it is not oh, out boy. of the realm of you have you know, no leverage. Yeah, you have no leverage, and and no one has to do anything for you. They don't right. have to be nice. You haven't met your legal contractual obligation. Right. You know, so, I mean, it's, it's a big deal, but, um, anyhow, so timing obviously is a big deal. There's a couple other things I want to make sure that we get to today. Cause I mentioned, you know, with our market being so hot, um, we do have uh, some articles that have come out that we're talking about things. I thought this was kind of interesting. We have so many jobs coming into downtown Seattle right now that, uh, an article that came out was mentioning that. One in 10 people in Seattle now live downtown. Interesting. Did you know that figure? No. One in 10. One in 10. That's a a pretty significant sum. Yeah, that's a big change. Yeah, and 35% of the people who are living downtown just walk to work. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that is. I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, some people are moving down here for different quality of life reasons, mm-hmm. um, because you know there's just 
more and more, particularly millennials and even boomers who are trying to move into, you know, living mm-hmm. centers where there's lots to do. They don't have to be car dependent, things like that. Thank that's you. a big part of this driving it. But the fact that there is a lot of residences coming in. The thing that's interesting, though, for me as an agent who sells property, the majority of those units that are getting filled up in, as downtown residences are not new for sale homes. Oh, it's really? almost all it's rentals. Existing. Yeah. It's still just there's the one property that went on market recently that they haven't even broke ground. So it's going to be three years before it's completed mm-hmm. for condos. And then the Luma condominium right. project. And um, there's one other one down. Oh, gosh, now I'm blanked out, of course, because the bumper music's coming on. But there's n- there's not a lot available for sale. So well, hold anyway. that thought. Yes, we'll be back in just a few on Open House with Team Reba. If you'd like to call into the show, now's your chance. It's 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Eric Osnes. I'm with Home Street Bank. And I'm Reba Hass of Team Reba. Well, those are our, our day jobs. But our real job is yes. being on the radio, talking to all of you. Yeah. I love working one hour a week. It's the fastest <laughs> hour of the week, though. It's a lot I, of fun. I wish I could. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know, after well, coming back from Panama, I kind of am like, ooh. That a lot of people out like there right really now saying, uh, don't wonderful. quit your day jobs. Just yeah, probably. Yeah. They're probably like, would you just get on with it already? There you go. Yeah. So, um for anyone who was listening to the last segment where we were talking about the article for the one in 10 residents of Seattle living downtown, mm-hmm. right. uh, I am posting links to these articles uh, on Twitter. Good. So people can have access to them and find these details if they'd like to read more on the article. Uh, I, I get a plethora of articles about my industry. And uh, God love him. One of the guys here at the station keeps trying to send articles to me. He's like, hey, thought you might find this of interest. And I'm just like, do you know how many articles I like, read every yeah, day? Yeah, that's two weeks old. I'm yeah. like, oh I already my read gosh. that twice. Oh, oh, yeah. Most of the time I've already read it. And <laughs> I'm just like, I get probably 50 articles a day. And to stay on top of my industry, both in a commercial and residential and markets and, you know, global, you know, what's happening all around, you know, and then on top of that, you know, all the other studying that we have to do for our industry. So I'm just like, I appreciate it, but I think I got it. <laughs> so, we, we got it in fact, if I was to send out as many articles as I get, people would be like, stop it, stop, well, stop, just Stop it. It's not I, all I'm about just, real estate. <laughs> I'm just really glad that you actually do that because uh, you, really to be in this industry, we have it's moving so fast. There's so many different changes and mm-hmm. things going on. It's so dynamic that you, you really have to be a student of the industry. You do. You absolutely and have to. It, it's the same in lending where we mm-hmm. average about 120 loan rule changes a month. If yeah. a person's not following that up on it, what mm-hmm. are the current laws, the rules, restrictions, regulations, oh, yeah. all of that, yeah. um, we can really do a disservice to our customers. Absolutely. Well, you know, I, I'm i a big believer in education and being a student in my industry, and that's why we've always pushed education um, to that point. Yep. Speaking of education, yep. we have a homebuyer class, so if somebody else wants to learn some of the stuff you and I know. Yes, let's talk about that. Yeah. September 17th. 17th, Saturday, September 17th. Yeah. It's going to be held down by South Center. Yes, it is. Uh, Tukwila area. 
Nice central location. Yes, and this is the official certified Washington State Housing Finance Commission class for first-time buyers. So if you need to uh, take a class, many many first-time homebuyer programs require that you complete a five-hour course to be eligible for the special financing, the special programs. This is the class. And if you're interested in signing up for it, it's, uh, it is a five-hour class. It's going to run Saturday, September 17th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Uh, we will feed you. The class is free. We provide all the materials and everything for you and uh, lots and lots of information. And they get candy. Oh, yeah. Well, sure. They get to play the little candy game with us. Yeah, we do. We have the, the Skittles game. Yeah. Well, or or M&Ms. M&Ms. Yeah, you can do either one. We bring options. Yeah. That's actually a really fun game. It is a fun game. Yeah. It helps people really learn how to prioritize what they want in a home before they go out and start looking. And delicious. It is All delicious. At the same time. So we've got that going for us. So if you're interested in signing up for that class or if you have um, family or friends or relatives who are uh, first-time buyers or thinking about getting into the market, this is a really good way to get prepared for that and also make you eligible for special financing, including zero down. So give us a, you can give us a call. You can um, call Reba at, f- what is it, 425? Oh, what? for heaven's sake, no. no. No, it's not. Actually, we would prefer that they not call. Okay, let's just tweet. Okay. No, or not just in- tweet. Email. Info. Info at teamreba.com. Does that yeah, work for that you? That works better. All it's right. much easier because if you send in an email to info right. at teamreba.com, not only will I get it, yeah. but two Your of my assistants who manage the mailing right. list and you know the update list and all the details so they get you what you need. There you go. Yeah. Jessica and Angela both help all right. keep and, that together. And we will give you at this class uh, <laughs> secrets that, that nobody else talks about. Like my other real number. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like your phone <laughs> Notice number. how I'm not telling you because I don't want you to have it. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Just teasing. I'm teasing. Yeah. I know you call me all the time, but um, yeah. hey. So speaking of uh, teams, real quick, the one other thing I was going to bring up that was an article that uh, goes back to the thing about downtown and Seattle mm-hmm. and what a busy market we have. There was another article that uh, f- from DS News, and DS News uh, used to be focused very much on the distressed market when we had short mm-hmm. sales and foreclosures so heavily in the industry. Uh, they've had to revamp, as everybody has, as the market and sure. recession has gone away. You know, everything's gotten better. Uh, now they're back to uh, are some markets on the brink of another bubble. So I'm going to share this link on Twitter as well. And uh, we aren't necessarily being called out as one of those. I know there's already people starting to try and make those claims, but I had this conversation with someone over the weekend that we, you know, we're currently not being impacted by that because. First of all, we don't have enough housing units. I mentioned the one in 10 number downtown mm-hmm. and that right. it's mostly apartment buildings. There's only about 8,500 permits that were done for this year. Yeah, it's, it's right. It's so we don't have nearly scary. enough. It's so low. That's right. right. Yeah, we don't have enough housing units for all the jobs that are happening. But the beautiful part is we just hit another record year in jobs mm-hmm. in our area. So employment and interest rates are the two things that have the highest impact on what's going on in our local housing market. So right now we're in a really great place. I'm going to add education into that as well mm-hmm. because we have such a good uh, such good centers of education that's attract, oh, yeah. continuing to our attract medical field here. is doing really really well. There's a lot of yeah. great stuff out and there. And I'm going to add one more thing. What? Mortgages right now um, our, mortgages. We have to mortgages. Yes. We have to. We have. We have a, a a requirement which is law called ability to repay. Mm-hmm. So before a lender can approve a loan, we have to prove mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. uh, that, that the buyer has the ability to repay that loan. Uh, you mean unlike the old stated yes, income I loans? Yes, I say rewind to seven, eight years ago yeah. where it was a stated income type loan mm-hmm. before the, the yeah. that was a bubble. Yes, because there were very lax right. credit standards that a, and that, that has housing, definitely yes, changed. It was a housing bubble built on some irresponsible yeah. lending lending practices. We don't have that today. No. So the folks that are buying homes now are probably better qualified than they've ever been. And mm-hmm. and so so to me... That means that our housing market is much, much more healthy now than it was eight, eight, nine years ago when we were at about roughly the same levels as we are today for for prices. So it's all good news. Yeah. All right. So, um, Craig Remarks, yes. welcome. <clears throat> thank you. Yeah, thank you so much for for joining us on the show today. Uh, so, so, and you're here to talk about. Um, uh, uh, your um, nonprofit and some of the projects that you're working on. Well, oh, it's not a nonprofit. Nonprofit. Yet. Okay, we'll, we'll talk that. about that. Yeah. All right. Perfect. Well, tell us a little bit about it. Um, right now, today is created to help people create their inner values and reach their goals in life. Um, I had a pretty rough past and um, drug addiction, homelessness, and so forth. But I came out of that mm-hmm. at 35, and you know, done some acting and made a, a movie and another movie and wrote a book. And so I've, I've just been uh, trying to, the main question people ask me is, how do you do that? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I never relapsed and I just kept moving forward at age 35. Mm-hmm. So they kept asking me, how did I do that? Every step I took, I went back to school, graduated from college. How'd you do that? Yeah. You know, how'd yeah. you get on mm-hmm. TV? How did you? So I just start realizing that if I could take what I have and what mm-hmm. I've learned and share that with other people to help them reach their goals mm-hmm. and help them do it right now today, because that's the best time to start doing it is right now today and not wait and put it Absolutely. off. Absolutely. Then, you know, I, I, that's what I want to do. I love that message. I'm doing uh, business coaching right now in real estate, and I've been doing it since uh, 2014, and I've changed different coaching methods and companies, but that is a big part of the same kinds of messages that we have. In fact, I sat on a call just this morning, and I was a big, like, how are you going to get there? Like, did you get your half year goals? Are you to the place that you're trying to you know, achieve this year? And if not, why not? And what are you going to do more of to get you there? And what are you going to do less of to get mm-hmm. you there? And they're just great ways to start looking at your life and go, oh, yeah. Why was I not thinking of that before? Right. Well, you know, and a lot of times, too, um, they just go through the course. You go to high mm-hmm. school, you yeah. go to college, you get married, you have mm-hmm. kids, and you know, it's just kind of seems kind of mundane. Yeah. And one of the things that I say is even if you're doing well, why not take that extra step to try to do better? Try to yes. best yourself. Don't yeah. compare yourself to other people, yep. but best yourself. Yeah. It's like in sports, the, you know, I was a swimmer <clears throat> back in the day, and there was always a discussion of, yes, if we went to a meet, it was a group score of everyone, but they were individual sports. And so what really mattered was your personal best. Right. That combined, if everybody was working on their personal best, it meant we as a team were going to win. And that was just a a great thing for me to always kind of remember as I went into the business world of like, okay, I still got to do my personal best because in my team, if we're all going for that, we're going to succeed and it's going to be fantastic. Right. Great synergy. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So you and I met actually um, going back to the idea of education. uh, We were at. Uh, an event at the Seahawks uh, VMAC, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. so they were actually doing the uh, Teacher Excellence Awards uh, for Renton Chamber, and that's a big event sponsored by the Seahawks. I love that they really back education and do this wonderful event. They've been doing it for 15 years. Yeah. And you and I got introduced. Yes. 
And I, I'm trying to remember if it was Vicky or someone else. It was Vicky. It was Vicky. Yeah. And I just love, love that woman who's yeah. the CEO of the chamber. And uh, she introduced us and she was like, you've got to meet this man. <laughs> you know, and he was dapperly dressed then as well. Mm-hmm. I, this guy, you could take some tips, dude. And uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Well, at least he looks good. But, um, yeah, and then so you started telling me about the movie Jonah that you're putting together Mm -hmm. and kind of the message of anti-bullying that's part of it. And it just really spoke to me. And so can can you um, tell us where the impetus for the film Jonah came in? Well, Jonah's based on a partially true story. When my daughter was a swimmer, there's this little skinny boy. And these other kids looked way bigger than him and the race started Mm -hmm. and they're just in the water going, going, going. But this little boy was kind of like dog paddling, Mm -hmm. but you could tell he was trying really hard. So just like in the movie, he gets down, comes back. The other guys are out of the pool, drying off and he's still in the water. Mm -hmm. Well, the crowds start really cheering even more for the little kid because he was trying so hard. And when he got out of the water, it was so funny. I just remember his little bird chest and everything. He's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And the one kid looks at him and he says, what are you so happy about? And you came in last place. He goes, but I finished. Flexing like the Incredible Hulk. And I was like, yes. It's all attitude, man, (laughs) and mindset. That's an absolute wonderful, wonderful way to look at it. I love it. So um, where should people, if they want to start looking online while we're here on the show, what would be a website people could go to and start kind of learning a little bit about this if they're listening in and using their computer? Because people can stream oh, right this now. online right now. Okay. Well, if they go to just our Facebook Jonah page, and that's J-O-E-N-A-H, it's called Jonah Film, or they can go to my personal page, which is Gregory D. Marks, uh, which has the most information on it. Okay. Okay, fantastic. So we're going to get into this a little bit more when we get back from this break. But again, we've got Gregory Marks on with us from right now today, and uh, we'll see you in just a few got a question call it in 866-712-1300 now back to open house with team reba Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. This is Sarah Kostnas. I'm with Home Street Bank. And this is Reba Hass, and I'm with Team Reba. And with us today, we have Gregory Marks with Right Now Today. Welcome back, Gregory. Hey. Yeah. We're so glad so, you're here. So you've got uh, you've got quite a few different projects going. Um, mm-hmm. The one that you know we were very intrigued with is is your your uh, film Jonah. Mm-hmm. And uh, but but tell us what kind of got you to this to this point. You mentioned earlier you were basically you know, living on the streets for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was only on the streets for a short amount of time, but my addiction was a 20 year addiction. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get clean till I was 35. Wow. Yeah. And, um, as we were talking during the and, break, and you're how old now? What? If you don't mind me asking. What'd you say? Yeah. <laughs> Is this thing on? No, I think he's <laughs> oh my God, uh, I love that. 36, my 37. No, I'm yeah. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, um, I'm almost half of a hundred. There you go. All right. All right. Almost half of a hundred. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Welcome. I'm to close to being almost half of a hundred. So there you go. I'll be using that for a while. Yeah. <laughs> you could say uh, 35, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, you know, just kind of keep going like sure. that. So yeah. Sure. Throw okay. a math <laughs> equation in there. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, I, I was mentioning before the break that you and I met at this teacher, you know, excellence awards thing. And 
when we were introduced, it, it was really kind of like this anti-bullying mm-hmm. campaign, right? Yes. So the film is mm-hmm. part of that, mm-hmm. right? Like you have kind of a number of things really kind of yes. around this, yes. correct? Mm-hmm. And part of it comes from your own personal experience, which is where Eric's going with the question. Absolutely. Um, can you give us kind of a, a, a full view of this and and how you create, like why you created it? Okay. And then the path that led to it. Okay. So, um, like I said earlier, when I started mm-hmm. right now today, it's, it's helping people to reach their goals and realize their inner value. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that we as human beings, I don't care what color you are, what sex, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. we're still people and we still have a yep. brain, so we're capable of doing much more than we think we can do. Absolutely. It's all about perception. Yep. So when I when I made when I thought of all of this, I wanted to be able to impact the little kids. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to impact high school and college students, and I also wanted okay. to be able to impact adults and administrative people in the school. So and So did you see that part of what was holding people back was the impact of bullying that, that people didn't reach their full potential because something was holding them back. And sometimes that was the people around them or. Well, I feel like that by the situations that they're in getting mm-hmm. bullied, there's no one telling these kids their value, right? Which it, it kind of help. I want to help them create their value, their principles, okay. their morals, their standards, what they're tolerating right. in life, what regardless of what's going exactly. on around them. Okay. So for instance, when I, first decided to become an actor. You know, you think your friends got your back, right? So I tell my friends, hey, you know, I think I'm going to start acting. And they're like, okay, Greg. First of all, you're fat. I'm like, thank you very much. I already know that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and as African-American. You have seen famous fat actors, have you not? John Goodman comes right, to mind. Right, You know, and then they say, well, as African-American in Seattle, you're not going to get that much work. I'm like, that's fine if you believe that. But I did it. Mm-hmm. Ended up on a couple of television shows and did, yeah. some, did some modeling when I was much smaller. Yeah. Um, but I had that inner value. Right. I knew where I wanted to go. I knew what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I didn't let other people discourage me right. from what I wanted to do. And I continue to do that today. Yeah. So if I can have an example such as Jonah the movie, because in mm-hmm. the movie, even though he's picked on, he doesn't allow himself to become a victim. Got it. I want these mm-hmm. kids to stop allowing themselves to become a victim. Okay. Just because somebody says something about you doesn't make it so. True. Okay. Absolutely. As yeah. I just stated right. with Absolutely. me. So, right. But you believe in that and you buy in that. And the media says yeah. you should look like this and you have to have these clothes or you're mm-hmm. not cool. And if you don't have that skateboard or this video game or right. whatever mm-hmm. it is, it's making you. It, it's making it appear that you are less than yes. when you're not. And that's that's one of the – Well, unfortunately for small, uh, for small kids and even, well, I suppose teenagers as well – you know, when, when something like that hits them, it can really feel catastrophic and it's hard to take a longer term view that, hey, this is going to get better, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and they can make some really poor decisions, you know, because they've sort of been thrown down that rabbit hole. So, yeah. yeah. And sometimes they get put into some, some, really some poor decisions, not stronger. poor decisions, but poor situations yes. mm-hmm. because they either don't know that they can opt out of that or that they might get help. You know, they, they get lost. Mm-hmm. That's well, that's really, pass. I think, the thing that yeah. starts happening is people start getting lost. And, you know, as I mentioned off air, but I'll be happy to say on air, part of why Vicky introducing us, the anti-bullying message, to me was key because I was bullied. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just had my 30th high school reunion and I did not go. Uh, I haven't been to any of my high school reunions because I refuse to go because I don't want to see some of the people that I had to deal with. Mm -hmm. And we even talked about this about my name. 
you know, I go by Rebecca, I go by Reba, but never call me Becky. And the reason that is true is because that was the name I was called by when I went through years and years of really difficult harassment. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just harassment. It was actual physical abuse by people. And I refuse to be called that. My family, it took a very long time for my family to get it, Mm -hmm. that that name was painful to me. And so, you know, when Vicky introduced us, I was like, you know what? I'm totally 100% behind your message because I, I, I went through suicidal thoughts at one time in my life. I went through very difficult things and was like that. And the one thing I'll tell you that, that turned it around, I almost died twice when I was 20, mm-hmm. once from a medical issue and once from a, a strange car accident and fighting to stay alive proved to me that I was just unhappy. It wasn't that I didn't see value in myself. It wasn't, you know, it was just, I was so unhappy in the circumstance and how people around me had begun to treat me because they began to believe some of these things Mm -hmm. that people had said that I just, I, you know, that's one of the reasons I moved here because sometimes you have to get away from the negative, you know, aspect. And that's, you know, that was the whole thing is I, I knew my narrative was different. I knew who I was. I knew what I wanted to be. Just like right. you said, I, I had identified who I knew I would be as a person, and I made that that move. And I will say that you know it did help that I had a couple of people who were willing to help me at that time, not realizing the major impact they would have. Um, but it was the best thing that could have happened. Right. See, and that's one of the things that I, I'm glad you mentioned that. <clears throat> when I was homeless, um, I used to go to 7-Eleven, and I would take a styrofoam cup, and put ketchup in it and half and half with salt and pepper and warm it up in the microwave just so I could Like eat. tomato soup. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Um, surviving. Mm-hmm. But if it wasn't for that guy, I will always remember that guy doing that. And there was a kind of a language barrier. Uh, he was Indian. And this is like mm-hmm. way back before mm-hmm. a lot more education came in and everything. Right. So um, he could see my heart and how I felt. And yeah. he knew that I just needed just a couple packets of ketchup. He didn't care. Yeah. But I'll always remember that. Yeah. But it's a simple like kindness that. can make yeah. such a difference. Yeah, it's people like that that will give you that extra day or will mm-hmm. give you that yeah. extra encouragement. And and that's what I'm trying to build with these kids is mm-hmm. for them to know that there's another day. Yes. You get through this day and the next day will should become easier. Yeah. Um, once you use this system to build your values because I'm really mm-hmm. st- stuck on that building your inner value because I still have to do it. Uh, yeah. The film that I just made um, – it's it's it was hard, you know. You're working right. with a couple hundred people, and uh, basically, I was the director, the producer, and the writer. Um, but that's I still, a lot of hats. Yeah, <laughs> so I, you know, finding these locations: Stadium High School, mm-hmm. uh, Port of Tacoma. We we're shooting on three different cameras oh, in the air, wow. underwater, yeah. and the nice. Light. So there was a lot to it. <clears throat> okay, and I didn't know. Um, I don't know that much about it. I know enough to have got it done, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I also try to teach kids about that. When I my last movie, Shift Paradigm, that's what I talk to college kids about is um, creating their inner value, creating synergy around themselves, mm-hmm. setting their goals, beginning with the end in mind. Right. Uh, seek first to understand, then to be understood. These types of things. Exactly. So that you can grow as a person and build that around you and pretty soon you have everybody helping you achieve one goal right you'll mm-hmm. shift you, oh, there's the title of your book then shift paradigm because you're really going to my completely, movie your movie, movie excuse me yeah. flip that completely around yeah so, mm-hmm. so excellent so okay so you have that prior film jonah mm-hmm. which is out it's not out yet it's not out okay so when is it coming out 
Um, well, actually, we're going to play it Friday at Furcrest Park outside. Oh, because okay. Because we shot the okay. whole scene there. So it's this Friday? Yes. What time? At 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Yeah, at Furcrest, Fur Washington. And, okay. and Furcrest Park. So Furcrest just down to Comaway, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I, excellent. So like an outdoor yes. outdoor, outdoor park, uh, yes. movie in the park then. Yes. Awesome. What Now that's going to be when? Uh, this Friday. 6 p.m. on Friday. 6 yeah. p.m. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. And then we're doing a big And is one. that just an open event? Oh, Do yeah. you have to? Okay. So yeah. that's open to the public. Bring your blankets, sit but, on the grass, okay. watch on the big screen under the stars. Bring some snacks. Yep. They all have that stuff kind of thing. too. Oh, okay. They'll have yeah. stuff available. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Fantastic. Fine. We like that. Okay. So, so the film is about to come out. This is great timing then. I don't mm-hmm. think when we booked you, I didn't know that we the timing would be so fantastic. Well, we're going to really fast track. I had a like I said, a large team of people. And they, yeah. these guys were literally staying in the studio and sleeping in the studio. And uh, Jason Daniel, Ben Slavens, those guys, they just really dedicated to it. 16, 14, 13s. I mean, I was literally bringing mm-hmm. them food out, bringing them coffee out. They did not leave the studio. <laughs> I need an assistant wow. like that. No kidding. <laughs> yeah, me too. Actually, my, my assistants have been pretty cool. They've been working yeah. their little oh, tushies yeah. off. But yeah, that's awesome that you had. Obviously, people believe in the cause and the, yes. and the message that you're trying to put out there, and that's fantastic. So you've got that coming out. But you also said that you took the same film, and in December, mm-hmm. you will be releasing it as a children's book. Is yes. this correct? Yes. Okay. And there's a couple of differences, though, because yes. you said that these are set up for kind of age-appropriate. Yes. Right? So what's the age-appropriate for the Furcrest Park showing? Um, that one is up to the discretion of the families. Okay. Because that film is made for high school, kind of middle schoolish. It's not okay. made for little, little kids. Okay. So that's probably um, good for us to put out there yeah. as a little bit of a disclaimer. But there's, there's but... nothing crazy in the movie oh, okay. or anything like that. Okay. So if a whole family that. came and they had children right. of all ages, it would probably yes. be okay because yes. it's in a group yeah. setting. Okay. All right. And then the children's book, which will be of the same name, correct? Yes. Jonas. And, and for anyone who's looking at this, J-O-E-N-A-H. And the children's book's coming in December, but that's more for elementary? Yes. I actually read it at Campbell Hill. Okay. And uh, Andy's class. I don't know if you remember Andy. She Uh, won the award. Oh, yes. Yeah, I read it in her class like the next week. Oh, wonderful. Okay. All right. That's one of the Renton teachers. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. So um, you said that there were some differences on these, and I don't know if, if, if it's cool with you for us to go in through some of the differences and whatnot, but I know we're going to have to come up on a break here in a minute. But again, folks, if you want to learn more about Gregory Marks and what he's doing, go to rightnowtoday.org. And um, do you also have any other sites you would want them to go Uh, to? I know you mentioned a couple more. Twitter, at Jonah, J-O-E-N-A-H. Okay. Um, At Greg underscore Marks on Twitter. Okay. And that has your Right Now Today tag. Okay. All right. We're going to be right back with more with Gregory Marks. Open House has open phone lines. Give us a call at 866-712-1300. Now, back to Open House with Team Reba. Welcome back to Open House with Team Reba. I'm Reba Hass, Team Reba, Remax Metro. And I'm Eric Austin from Home Street Bank. Okay, Here. so I know we have a, a little bit of a heavy subject going on today. But I want to thank our listeners that are out there for sticking with us through this because this is a huge issue. 
Uh, and I want to say that, you know, given a lot of the things that have been going on in uh, the U.S. recently and even the world, this is, I think, a perfect topic. Mm-hmm. Hashtag anti-bullying. There you go. I mean, seriously, if you want to look things up for people who still haven't figured out what hashtags are, they're a way to research online. Right. And you can go into a Google or Bing search and put hashtag anti-bullying and you'll find all kinds of conversations around the topic. And uh, so we've been tagging some of the things we're putting on Twitter today okay. uh, with you, Gregory Marks. Thanks so much again for being with us from rightnowtoday.org. And um, you were just telling us on the break that uh, along with the children's book, the movie, you do speaking engagements mm-hmm. in uh, schools at all levels from elementary to college age. But you also have the anti-bullying talk tank. Tell us about it. So the talk tank, what I feel that happens is there's a, a lack of communication between mm-hmm. some of these kids, the, between the bully, and I don't like to call them victims, but <clears throat> the person that gets picked on. Right. So what I've thought about doing is making them have a conversation that's not really a conversation. Mm-hmm. So they would have a list of questions. What's your favorite song? What's your favorite movie? What video game mm-hmm. do you like? Whatever it is. You know, five what questions. What do we have in common? Yes. What do you have in common? Because mm-hmm. I think that if they start talking – they might realize that there is something in common. I mean, it might be something that the other person's little sister mm-hmm. does that that other kid yeah. does or something just to, to get the conversation started right. is basically what it is. And I think that um, it will help the communication level and problem solving yeah. uh, because I think a lot of times we tell kids how to think. Um, right. But they need to learn they how to think on their sort own. They need to sort it out. Yeah. They yeah. need to figure it out on their own. So to give them tools like that where they mm-hmm. do have that conversation and it is uh, watched over or um, mm-hmm. how do you say um, facilitated. Monitored, facilitated, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I think that that would help a lot because most of the time the bully and the the person they're bullying, they they don't really talk. They don't really yeah. know they each other. They feel there's like, a huge divide between yeah. them. Yeah. And I know sometimes I had someone tell me the other day, they were like, well, aren't bullies usually someone who's bullied themselves? And sometimes it is. Sometimes it's a home environment. It just depends. It's like um, when I worked with Fear Project and it was a, a all discussion around sexual assault, frequently perpetrators in that area have been victimized themselves. Mm-hmm. And so Absolutely. they tend to continue this chain, right? So the whole idea is to break the chain. How do mm-hmm. we start a new conversation? How do we get people to see everyone else's human being? Because that's one of the things is when, when you have violence against another person in any way, shape or form, it's usually because you consider the other person as less mm-hmm. or not as a person at all. Right. And so again, this is why this is such a, a near and dear subject to me. Uh, and Cause I've had thousands of conversations with kids on just these kinds of topics and they, they see it every day. I mean, as much as the parents want to, you know, keep them safe and keep them happy and, you know, give them all these wonderful things. This is all going on all the time. Mm -hmm. No matter what, you can't stop it unless you're part of the conversation of helping prevent Mm -hmm. it to begin with. Exactly. Right. There was actually a really great video. I happened to see this week that made me think of you. Uh, It was shared on Facebook and it's a a woman who is a housewife. I can't remember what city, but she did this big project where everyone had yarn and she had a center pole and then a bunch of other outline poles that were in a circle and everybody there was on each post a descriptive that if you identified yourself with that, Mm -hmm. then you needed to wrap your string around that pole. So everyone started from the center and then began to go from pole to pole for the things they identified with. And at the end of it, you had this beautiful woven fabric canopy. 
And so from afar, it looked like one large piece. But the when you went underneath it and looked up, you would see all the intersecting portions. Mm-hmm. And then you would start to realize the individuality of each of those mm-hmm. and then how connected we truly all are. And I always joke, you know, and in fact, even in the show and at parties that I throw, uh, Eric and I are always like two degrees of separation mm-hmm. because really we all are really closely connected more so than we think. And if you just took a minute to sit Mm -hmm. down and get to know somebody, you'd probably figure out where that connection is. Absolutely. Absolutely. And they're all over. I mean, I have them from worldwide. You know, I have them from state to state. I mean, I I can't, I've got tons of stories that I could tell you um, that I think are a lot of fun. So I I love what it is that you're doing. So how is this, is it being implemented already with the talk tank? No, this is, I'm still perfecting it, but I hope to be able to, because I want to be voluntary. Okay. Um, Now I talked to uh, Chief of Police Alls in Wisconsin, uh, where there's a suicide of a teen. Okay. And I, he told me, you know, how the fines worked and all that. Mm-hmm. But then I started thinking about that. If you start fining kids or adults, that's kind of like predestining them. Wait, fines? Pre, pre, what was being fined? The parents were being fined if kids bullied. So they, if oh, a kid was bullying someone, they it. had 90 days of grace period. If they bullied within that 90 days, they, they were uh, charged $360. Okay. Hmm. So, okay. So, yeah. And so I was kind of interested in that. But then I said, you know, I don't think that's the answer, Um, especially some people can't afford that. Right. You know, depending on the lifestyles of the kids. Yeah. Yeah. So monetary measures don't always cut it. So I love your concept. There was something in that paper that you brought also that mentioned that kids who get bullied, there are an insane number of suicides Mm -hmm. that happen. Mm hmm. And it's just it's a it's a sickening dis- statistic here. It says forty six hundred children commit suicide due to bullying. That was last year, and well, that was just last year. And two hundred sixty thousand miss school because they're trying to stay away. Well, Gregory, isn't it isn't it worse now with with our digital age as well? Because a lot of this bullying is cyber. It's online. It's yeah. online, yeah. and it's, it's, it's it's horrific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of factors too. Um, I, I have had people oppose me. About bullying because they saw it's just part of growing up. Boys will be boys. No, but, oh, that is the oh, yeah. that but, is the most right. dangerous comment oh. you can make. Right, but at the time when we were probably around our time, we didn't have all the different types of people or kids that there are today. You have the LGBT, mm-hmm. gender, ident- gender identity, all yeah. these different things, um, which is really confusing to maybe you know even adults. Right. So right. they're scared. They don't know how to deal with it. So it's a whole different thing. Well, having someone help lead a positive discussion is really what can help take the fear down. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had Fear Project, and our whole idea was turn fear on its head. Like having an open, honest discussion really does help bring it down mm-hmm. and to a level. Because these kids want to talk about this stuff. They want to feel like they're being listened to, and they don't want to mm-hmm. be pushed aside like, oh, you're just being sensitive, or oh, it's this. Uh, you know, so – they just need a, a platform to feel safe mm-hmm. in the conversation and trust. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Cause trust is what gives mm-hmm. safety. Right. Yeah. I mean, all those, you know, you think about all those team building exercises where it's kind of the silly, like, Oh, fall back and have your coworker catch you. It's right. like, ah, yeah. I don't want to catch you better me. trust him. Cause that is <laughs> yeah. not safe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, something else I wanted to bring up too is um, everybody labels the bully as the bad person. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I look at the bully as, a potential leader. 
because he's mm-hmm. already yeah. having all these people following him. Yes. If we could help to change his perception and use that for the good, yeah. you know how much of a difference that would make absolutely. In, in a school? Because, you know, you've got hundreds I, of people. Absolutely. I, I can say uh, factually, at least in my own case, one of the people who uh, did some not so wonderful things to me in the past uh, is someone who, with he and his current wife living in California, actually work a lot on behalf of that particular topic and trying to create safe environments and create um, a way for kids to to get past if they've been abused, mm-hmm. get get past that. And I can commend that. Uh, for where he's at today. And that, that took time, took a long time for that person to get to that place. Mm-hmm. And I've seen others who choose not to go down that path and they turn into some really obnoxious, horrible people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. They pretty much go either way. That I don't want to go back to a, right. uh, you know, 30 year high school reunion and yeah. look face to face with. But I, cause I know, I mean, it's, it's a little bit awful. I choose not to go back cause I know that I would you know, go right up to somebody's face and have something yeah. to say. And it's like, you know what? That's not what this event is for. So let's just not do it. Yeah. So I just don't go. <laughs> well, well, Gregory, if, if um, our listeners have questions for you, what's the best way to reach you? Um, they can email me at gregmarks at rightnowtoday.org. Okay. Okay. Um, and that's the best way. Facebook. Okay. All right. Well, we want to thank our listeners for listening today. We know it was a little bit of a deep subject, but we'll be back to our fun little selves next week with uh, Michael Murrow Design. See you next Tuesday at 3 o'clock on Open House with Team Reba. Thank you for listening to Open House with Team Reba. To contact us, visit Team Reba at re slash Max Metro Eastside on Facebook or email info at teamreba.com. Join us again next Tuesday at 3 for more Open House with Team Reba here on Business Radio 1300 KKOL. Program sponsored by Team Reba of Remax Metro East Side and Eric Osnes of Home Street Bank Home Mortgage.